I'm going to step on a lot of theological toes today. So I might as well just get to stomping. We're talking about God's kingdom, the kingdom of God. And people ask me, well, from time to time, what I disagree with Dallas on. And, and there are a number of things. But this is one of the things his understanding of God's kingdom, where I really agree with him, where I look at all the other options and I think they're not as good. everybody welcome to the I always do this you know wah, you know with my hands so welcome to the Sanctus forum I am Michael Stewart Robb and this is an episode of conspiracy commentaries which means we talk about Dallas Willard's the divine conspiracy today we're talking about a section called God's kingdom for me page 25 in the first chapter and it's kind of at the end of a section where Dallas Willard has talked a lot about what uh, our kingdom is, what a human being's kingdom is. Sorry, I, my nose is uncontrollably itchy. After he has used our experience and what we know about kingdoms here, and then he's going to use that to help us make sense of God's kingdom. I said I was going to be stomping on some theological toes, and what I'm going to talk about are five things that the kingdom of God is not. And Dallas Willard has other people in mind. He rarely names people. And that's just something you kind of have to get used to with Dallas Willard, that he's going to, he might pick a fight with you, but he's not going to actually say your name. He wants you to think about the ideas. So the first thing that the kingdom of God is not is it is not a phenomenon in history. It's not a part of salvation history. Now, if you've gone to seminary, you might have heard about salvation history, or you might have heard about just the kingdom of God being a part of God's plan to rescue humanity. So it was kind of like he knew he needed to do something, and so he came up with this kingdom of God idea. And, uh, and at some point in history, he kind of introduces it or starts starts. I don't know, instituting it. Dallas is going to say here, um, the kingdom has existed from the moment of creation and will never end. Now, actually, it exists before creation, but he doesn't say that here. It has at least existed since the moment of creation. Um, the kingdom of God is from everlasting to everlasting. And Dallas is going to kind of give us a couple verses here. He wants you to read Psalm 145 to 150, which are very good psalms, by the way. Okay, number two. The kingdom of God is not a social or political reality. Now, this is kind of a tough one for first century Jews, um, the people that uh, Jesus spoke to at the beginning, because they really were struggling with their social and political realities. They really thought that God should jump in and and help them out with this. And they, they felt that they had um, lots of scriptural promises that uh, would, you know, said that God was going to do this. And uh, the fact is, um, it just it just wasn't what Jesus was talking about. 
And Dallas is going to say it really wasn't what the Old Testament was talking about either when it was talking about the kingdom of God. Um, yeah, this is something maybe that we also in modern times can kind of get into. If you look into kingdom of God discussions from uh, philosophers, 19th century, 18th century thinkers, most of them have some sort of social political ideas in mind. It's, um, it's a very popular option, and it's just not what Dallas Willard thinks the kingdom is about. Uh, the third thing is actually a bit of a reaction to this, and it's this idea that the kingdom of God is kind of something inner. Um, it's connected to piety, if you know that word. It's connected to you know, your devotional life, your sort of inner attitude towards God. Um, and you might even think of this, if you know this term, as the invisible church. You know, God has all these people whose hearts are kind of open to him, and that is the kingdom of God. And the idea is that it doesn't really show itself a whole lot in the political or social scene. It doesn't really break out of the inner uh, life. Now, you can see how that's kind of intention with this, um, yeah, social political idea. And, uh, and, and it was kind of developed as a, as a critique of that. And people used Bible verses to defend it just as well. Moving along, um, number uh, four is that um, Jesus did not bring the kingdom into existence. This is for me here. I don't let's see what paragraph it is. Um, one, two, three, four, five, fifth paragraph. God did not start to bring his kingdom into existence through Jesus's presence on earth. Now, if you read contemporary stuff on the kingdom of God, this is one really to take note of. Dallas Willard does not uh, agree with that sort of idea. And um, and this is, I think, something where some people, uh, some readers of Dallas can be quite confused um, because this idea is very popular in the current literature today, this idea that Jesus's life, Jesus did something in his life to put the kingdom of God onto earth for the first time or to establish it, to inaugurate it, to kind of kick it off. And yes, he, he left um, and he left exactly what he wanted to leave, which was um, in a sense the church or a kind of reality, which is kind of the, the kingdom of God on earth. Um, but Dallas Willard um, really thinks that the kingdom of God precedes Jesus. It's much wider than what Jesus did, and that most of the people um, before Jesus in the people of Israel would have known the kingdom of God. And he goes, kind of, that is Dallas, explains this here. He tries to say, you know, if Jesus had just preached the kingdom of God, people would be like, duh. The fifth thing is that we don't pray the kingdom of God into existence. We don't build the kingdom. This is for me here. What did I say? Fifth, sixth, seventh, seventh chapter. Um, when we pray, 
your kingdom come, it's not like we say, okay, please make the kingdom of God finally happen. In order to pray that prayer, your kingdom come, you are depending on the existence of God's kingdom already. You're saying God's kingdom is here, it's with me, and what we want is it to be expanded into an area where it's currently not functional. And uh, the main places where the kingdom of God is not functional is in social realities, um, so political political things, communities, and in, in us, in all parts of us. So the kingdom of God should come to dominate um, all parts of our existence. And just because it's gotten a little foothold in our lives doesn't mean that it's permeated our lives. So that's what it means to pray for your kingdom to come. Well, pretty theological today. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, sorry if you weren't able to, it was hard to follow. You didn't have enough seminary classes or, or whatever. Um, maybe it wasn't theological enough for you. But uh, if you do uh, like this video, um, push a like button and subscribe if you if you haven't already. And I will try to keep making these. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next one that I make. Bye.